Establishing the upright position for sitting meditation, sitting cultivation. And please don't pull yourself up with your shoulders. Uh, really, you should um, consider most of your energy is coming from the base. If you get more energy in the base, pelvis, lumbar region, you can increasingly relax everything above that. <laughs> yeah. So the, if you don't, then you're always holding yourself up with your shoulders or your neck or your head. And this is uh, ridiculous and uncomfortable. What we want to do is give all the support from the base, like a tree. Yeah. And trees, strong roots, the branches don't, they're just extending. You know. It's the base that carries the strength for upright. So where is this? The lumbar region where the, uh, first of all, legs are very firmly planted. <coughs> so the thighs are resting. The whole base from one knee, if you sweep under, from one knee, the under thigh, across the base of the body to the other knee, that whole semicircle or that area is, is nice and relaxed, uh, happily connecting to the earth. And the spine growing out of that sacrum, lumbar bones. So belly should not be carrying weight because the belly needs to be very loose and flexible so it can moderate breathing. If it's not loose and flexible, it will strain and press and compress the breathing. So the belly is not designed to hold you upright, the back is. You come all the way up your spine between your shoulder blades. See if that area between your shoulder blades, the spine, is <laughs> inclining towards the heart. So you take out the hump of your back, relax your shoulders. It's not a matter of forcing, but just allowing. It takes sometimes a few seconds or even half a minute for the muscles in the chest to get the message and relax. The chest opens. And if it does, you get an energy begins to move down your arms into your hands. I'm talking about energy, I'm not talking about power. I mean, the, the arms feel like they're there, they're a little more vitalized. And as the hands rest one in the other, or, or you can have it so the palms of the hands are turned over, touching the thighs, or they can rest upon each other. The theme is that the palms of the hands should be open as if they're holding something, barely holding something, but something soft, like a ball of cotton or a sponge is sitting in the hands. 
their hands are encouraged not to crush, but to be open. Fingers relaxed, thumbs not twiddling, palms open. And that's uh, another piece of personal space. And you can make the boundary of that by touching your thumb tips together. Just as a sense of that ball. And if you have that ball, it will tell you when your hands are drifting off, you're feeling sleepy, or you're getting a bit tense and tight, your fingers start knotting, or your fingers start twitching because you're restless. But if you carry that ball, it does help to indicate any nervous energy that can be there in our hands. These are very lively creatures. Draining through the hands. You relax your jaw. So the head is carried not by the neck muscles, but by the spine. So you just use your neck muscles to place the head on top of this stack of bones, the spine. You can't see it, but you can, with some practice, you can feel that place where the neck muscles are not doing any work. means now the weight of the head is being carried by the spine. Obviously, we still have those neck muscles. They're hold, just keeping that balance, but they're not carrying the weight. Not carrying the weight, you don't get the tension. You can release the tension. Tension will drain. Particularly if your jaw and your face are also relaxed. So... Just remember what I've been saying about muscle. And really minimal, just what's needed. More emphasis on bone and skin. So in this way we are forming a suitable uh, nest. You could say for the breath to land in and for the mind, the chitta to land in. So you don't have to make an effort to grab the breath or keep chasing it or placing it. Bodies breathe. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do it by themselves. If we have this special, specially established, carefully crafted body vehicle, the breathing that gets established is long and deep and nour- nourishing. 
the breath nourishes, inspires, the out-breath cleans, releases. Breathing is uh, so important because it crosses the boundaries of the body and the mind. It moderates the emotions, it moderates nervous energy. So this is really such a crucial um, vehicle whereby the breathing can moderate the nervous energy which is both in the body and also in the heart and also in the mind. So let the breathing govern the mind rather than the mind govern the breathing. The jitta, the heart, is basically saying, how does it feel? How does it feel? Can it get more comfortable? Uh, And the thinking mind is going, where is it now? What's going on? Just don't drift off. Stay alert. bringing your thinking mind into it just as what's necessary to keep um, asking questions when it's needed. How is this? What's needed, what's not needed?
What is breathing anyway? What is it? Changing flow of pressures and fluidities and energies and movements. Experience sometimes the body feeling quite firm and softening around it. Breath flowing like water, moving like air. Vitality like fire. Recognize the whole process. It's not just the air. It's also if there wasn't this body with its firmness to gently press and expand, we would not be breathing. So even the earth element of the body is moderating the velocity and the movement of the breath. Muscles, involuntary. So here there. They become firm. And you're breathing in, there's a firmness softens, releases, earth becomes space. In that space you get the tingling effect. If your skin is awake, you can feel it in your skin. And the change, the fluidity, water, tidal flow, elements playing, this uh, beautiful synchronicity and coordination keeps us alive, keeps us alive, and we're happy. Uh, and as you establish more uh, clarity around what breathing is, the most important thing in your life, then you ask it to shape your body. So how to, the breathing, just to encourage just a little more opening in the chest or relaxing deep, deep, deep in the belly. Softening the head, openness, breathing out through the eyes, the temples, the skin. 
what we don't need to attend to the visual impression of the body not necessary outward appearance not necessary you don't really even know need to know arms and legs really they're there but just they're just the earth uh, they're just elements and they're supporting and also receiving what the breath is the breathing is doing and breathing naturally its main function is to bring energy to every cell in the body you know And it can do that much more effectively with richer results if the mind doesn't get in the way. So we lighten the mental hardware. Ideas about how we should breathe, ideas about meditating, ideas about counting breaths, doing this, and just just lighten up, you know, bodies do this very well uh, and attitudes attaining getting samadhi this is just, this is mental clutter things will happen in due course if you do the right let the breathing do the right work and our mental involvement is just to keep informed how is this and to keep the mind turned to towards it you know and the way we encourage that is just okay mind is a busy monkey tell me about the breathing then when does it begin when does it end what does it feel like is it long, short, fat, wide, yellow, bright? You don't have to have a lot of mental uh, agit, but just that sense of the mind listening in, at least occasionally. Oh. Heart instruction. Enjoy open and enjoy that's the heart instruction
So some instructions may be helpful time to time. Clearing blockages. We find sometimes some things, uh, breath seems to be stuck or it's not. Uh, the channel doesn't seem to be completely open. Um, this can occur uh, because again the inner skin, skins of the body get tangled and tight and the muscles get constricted and so on. So some of this is just you can't really do it, change it as an act of will. But you can uh, encourage the breath energy to support that, to move through that. Breath like water, breath like water. So let's just begin for the sake of uh, practice the head. Head is often experienced as somewhat separate from the rest of the body. The head looks down at the body, the head is sitting on top of the body. Uh, and of course, head is part of the body. Because this is because so much energy goes into the head, because the head is both all the facial muscles are that do all the expressing, and when we think, we tighten our heads, and we look at each other's faces, a lot of energy gets there, and it becomes too much, too constricted. So by and large, you want to drain the head, So you can certainly encouraging yourself to keep relaxing externally, physical muscles and so on, but internally. So first of all, if you're experiencing your breathing, and you recognize, yeah, that something happens in the nose, something happens in the belly, something happens in the chest. What about the throat? As if you're sighing or, or singing without making any sound. Opening the throat. So here you, you use particular images, perceptions. Mm. Sense of uh, the throat's fundamental element is space to allow breath and food and so forth to pass through. Can you sense the space in your throat and as you're breathing, feel the breath entering that space and enjoying the space. There's no hurry 
you drag it up into your head or push it out. Let it linger. See if your breathing is exploring the space in your throat. Notice any emotional tones because um, the uh, compression in the throat is often to do with restraining emotions. We don't talk, we don't say things, so it's a certain closure. When you open your throat, you may feel emotional energy moving. and even something in your collar kind of wanting to hold it, hold it in. If you can relax your collar around your collarbones, base of your neck, all the time in the world to feel And create, generate more space. And you can linger there, or if that feels adequate or comfortable, just moving a little bit upward to the swallowing points in the back top of your throat. Right at the back of the mouth where the nasal chamber and the mouth cavity meet. Bringing attention there, expanding your attention at that meeting place, opening So this is the very 
almost the beginning of the nasal cavity is here, we open that entrance to the nasal chamber So the nostrils don't have to pull the breath, they just relax and open up. And you're more interested, not in the tip of the nose, but in the right in the beginning of the nasal chamber, if that opens up. It also affects your eyes, your sinuses, and the head. It's an important point for helping to uh, release tension in your forehead and around your eyes. Because tension can't release unless there's a space for the energy to drain. Tension is just too much energy wedged into one area. And the head is very prone to that, as we all know. Where can it go? Everywhere seems tight. Where can it go? Well, here's an open space. And because this connects to your eyes, your nose, your ears, your mouth, it's the center of your head. So again, locate it, so sweep across the roof of your mouth, the palate, and back, if you can, to the place of, it's not a small point, a soft area. And if you come into that area, you'll, you'll notice, oh, It can affect the entire inner head. So it's generally not the case that we can release tension where it's occurring because you're going to the tight part of the knot. Instead you go to where it's not occurring and you connect where it's, where it's open, you connect that to where it's closed. So the closure has some, a line to follow, the channel to follow to release. So you come to the open place you know, which you may not even notice. Open it up, 
enjoy it, and then the way you connect that with your attention by expanding your attention from the open place into any areas that seem a little bit inflamed or sore or overactive. And let the breathing carry the messages. So the movement of attention that supports relaxation is to go to somewhere where it feels quite tight or tense and keep expanding your attention. So relaxation occurs whenever there's an expansion of attention from a local from a local point to the overall. From the local point the larger area, yeah. So ideally, yeah, in due course of time, we can make that whole body, and including the space around it, your personal space, the boundary of our attention. and the breathing flowing through the space into the forms as if there's no within that boundary everything can be changeable and this is takes some time the theme of going from a local point to a larger area Expanding is supportive for energy to relax and release. So coming to the end of this uh, sitting period. Return to the spine and the seat, the floor, the 
chair, whatever you're sitting on, your spine, your seat. Uh, you're aware of your legs. Keep your head completely relaxed. Don't pull yourself up with your head. Uh, you can use the legs and the spine coordinating an upward movement. You can use your hands to help to push your body upright. Uh, keep your head completely relaxed as you come up out of the sitting position. From tactile outer body, hearing, seeing and then moving. Give yourself a minute or two just to feel the flexions, yeah. arms back, twist your hips. So you're really all there again. Yeah. That form. In the Satipatthana, the Buddha says, one is mindful when stretching. Adjusting the body, one is mindful. We're not robots. And you just feel as you flex how the energy moves around and it feels comfortable and your body becomes quite fluid again. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just um, moving on. So people... Um, most of you, time to do some walking. And this can be also standing. If you want to go outside, just stand for a while, a minute or two, and then decide when you want to walk. Go at the speed that feels appropriate to your energy. Keep the fluidity of the body and within your personal space. <laughs> 